Hello, everyone, and welcome to Petite de Queen's Practical Wisdoms at Work podcast. This is your host, Lynn, and today I'm joined by Amanda. Hey there. And our special guest, Melissa Addy. Hello, Lynn. Lovely to be with you. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And Melissa, for our audience, uh, is an author, a speaker, and a creative writing PhD student at the University of Surrey. Her book, The Happy Commuter, has been featured on BBC Radio, the London Evening Standard, and National Swiss Radio. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We're thrilled to have Melissa join us today and to discuss how to triumph over the trials and tribulations of commuting. Welcome, Melissa. Hi. So let's get right to it. Um, Melissa, according to your research, there are 500 million commuters in the world. Uh, And that, you know, honestly, that makes sense. Um, Many people, uh, myself included, feel frustrated and angry when commuting. And it can be a negative daily ordeal. (laughs) (laughs) And I have to share, I often foam at the mouth when commuting into downtown Seattle at rush hour for an evening event. They they always have them in the evening because they assume everybody lives in the city. And, uh, uh, you know, for me, I just feel like something has to change. So with that said, that Melissa, how do you feel commuting, commuting is bad for us? And in your words, air quote, really bad. Yeah, it is really bad. I I initially, I think I read just a tiny kind of throwaway article in a in a magazine and it just said something about that if you commuted then you would have higher blood pressure and higher cholesterol and I thought what uh, how does that work and then I started reading a little bit more about it and it just got the more I read the worse it got and it was like are you more likely to be overweight and you're more likely to have depression and you're more likely to have uh, lower life satisfaction and then that, and then I read one and it said and you're 40% more likely to get divorced and I'm just thinking hang on a minute this is just a tiny bit of your day and it's having all this terrible negative effect on you um, and I thought okay this is this is not right um, you've got to do something about that um, and I thought what is it what is it that sometimes the commute is quite enjoyable and sometimes it's awful what is the difference between those two um, experiences and I thought well I think the difference is that when you're really doing something that you enjoy doing you don't notice the commute as much so that's why I then thought, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put a whole load of ideas that people can use to be happier commuters. Well, yeah. I... Oh, sorry, Lynn, go, you can go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's a great idea. Uh, Amanda, continue. Yeah, I was going to say that um, a lot of what you're saying, Melissa, really rings true for me. I've had a few uh, situations where I've had um, a large commute that was a big part of my day. Um, yeah. A few years ago, I had a I had a job where most of the job was commuting. I was driving around around cities around um, my state and into Oregon, yeah. going to different businesses all across the the whole region, and it was just a lot of driving. It was basically pure driving the whole day, and it was exhausting. Yeah. And and even farther back than that, when I was in college, I I lived with my parents all the way through college, and I had to commute into where my university was. Yeah. And back then, I had a four-hour daily commute. It was two hours oh. there and two hours back. And let me tell you, that was exhausting for four years of my life. Yeah, that um, is exhausting. I have a friend yeah. who does that, a four-hour um, 
round trip each day and I just I don't know how you do that <laughs> I just don't know yeah I mean now I work from home and now I just I look back and I wonder how did I survive those four years I don't even know how I did it <laughs> yeah I think once you start working from home you get spoiled for life because <laughs> yeah. just the very idea of ever going back to the commute just you can't cope with the idea <laughs> yeah absolutely so in your book the happy commuter you share over a hundred ways to improve your commute and since that's way too many for our discussion today, what are your maybe top 10 tips? Okay, so um, I've, I've tried to choose kind of a mix of things. In the book, I separate them out by different um, sort of groupings, as in looking after yourself physically, looking after yourself emotionally, these sorts of things. But what I've done is pick out some of the ones that, that um, I think are, are just things that everybody could have a go at. So um, one of them is to pack better. So take less stuff with you. I think women are worst at this. I, I see women and they have a really pretty little shoulder bag and then they also have a gym bag and then they also have a random bag of other stuff. And, and I just think, I'm looking at you, you, you look like a pack horse. You have <laughs> carrying all this stuff. I don't know what it's doing to your back and your shoulders and making you tired and fed up so one of the things you can do is miniaturize everything I saw a lovely article once and it was just showing you like miniature umbrella miniature hairbrush miniature and I thought yeah that's a really good idea so try and pack less stuff and don't worry so much about the shoulder bag being cute get a backpack that fits properly and then that will be better for you when you are commuting in that way if you're in the car then it's worth clearing out the car from time to time so that it is a nice place for you to be uh, and I think even that, even that little thing makes a difference to the commute. So that's one thing. Um, my personal favorite, and this just makes people laugh, so I, that's why I'm mentioning it, is to play games in your head. Uh, my personal game is I assess the people in my train carriage for their suitability to be with me on a desert island. So um, <laughs> I, I, I look at them and I think now, can you climb a coconut tree for me? Because uh, this is important. And do I think you can spear a fish? And how's the romantic relationship going to be? And, you know, all this stuff. So um, that's quite a fun game that I play. I'm mentally assessing everyone for their suitability. But you can play dating games. You can sit there and go, I'm going to match you with you. And that's not going to work. I'm going to match you with you. So that can be quite a fun thing to do. Um, it's just using your imagination and, and having a bit of fun. Uh, if you start giggling madly to yourself, that's that's your problem, really. Um, <laughs> that's your embarrassment factor. Um, so that's, that's one of them. That's my funny game that I play. Um, one of the things you can do that's really positive, I think, is to close down the workday in your head. If you're coming home from work, um, there's a tendency to, to take it all with you home. And just don't do that. So go through what was good, what was bad. Do a little bit of a plan in your mind for tomorrow. Let go of the stuff that didn't go well. Just let go. Uh, and that way, I think you come home feeling a little more ready for home and, and having left the work stuff behind. I think that's quite a positive thing to do anyway. Um, um, I think eating is a good thing to do. Um, maybe not horrible smelly food that's going to really annoy everybody around you, but um, it might be a, a thing for you to take in a little handful of nuts with you or some veg and fruit you know if you had an apple on the way in and some carrot sticks on the way out that's two of your five a day um that sort of thing a lot of people faint in london on the london underground in the mornings apparently um and this is because they haven't got around to having breakfast yet and oh then you know it gets oh, wow. hot and it gets tiring and 
whatever, and people just go boom down like nine pins. Um, so you know, and people do this; they skip breakfast and they don't really get around to having anything proper later or whatever. So you know, you could take along a little something that you snack on there, or you could put some stuff in a blender and have a smoothie or something, um, because you do have to look after yourself as well. And I think you know that time can be quite a good time to remember to look after your physical self as well. Um, so that's one. That's another one of those. Um, listening to music. I think sometimes we we don't get around to listening to our favorite artists anymore or we don't know what's in the top 10 anymore. Um, so that that can be a fun thing to catch up on and, and, and remind yourself what's going on out there. Um, the only time that I knew properly what was in the top 10 was when I used to work for a company who had the radio on all the time, every day. And by the end of it, I could just sing everything in the top 10 very badly. That's a great tip. We have all of our playlists that we yes. put together and yes. discover all the new playlists and uh, try genres or selections that you wouldn't normally have be exposed to. So it's a yes. great way to explore. Yeah, I think that's really yeah. nice. So old favorites and, and new new discoveries. It's all yeah. good. Um, obviously books. <laughs> I write, I read. <laughs> this is my big thing is the books. So if you stick me with a book on a on a train, I'm good. I will just disappear into that world and miss my stop probably. Um, but <laughs> it's <laughs> but books are great. All kinds of different books. Uh, you see people reading absolutely everything, and um, I just think that's a really nice. A nice way to lose yourself when you're when you're um, traveling obviously when you're if you're in a car then audiobooks are a fantastic thing and things like podcasts you know that all of those things allow you to listen and have something interesting to think about rather than just focus on how bored you are <laughs> yeah oh absolutely i've been a big audible um uh, yeah. and, you know, book fan and podcasts in the car. And it's a great ways I can transfer back and forth between whether do I want to, um, you know, listen to a thrilling story or do I want to learn something or yeah. something in between? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mix, mix and match. Yeah, I think that's, that's a really uh, nice thing to be doing. Um, something you can do is do something charitable on the way to work and on the way back from work and and often we think of that's not possible what you know what would you do you would have to be doing something that involves being at home or whatever or going somewhere specific but you don't you could do things like if you're just sitting online on the train you could just sign a petition online and that's just a little thing but it does make a difference um you can do things um i read of a lovely idea which is you hand out blessing bags to um homeless so that's just a little bag that you put together with um some little creature comforts in it and you could just give that to someone if you see them regularly uh, and you know that they don't have a, a, as nice a life as you'd like them to be having, you can pass that on as you go to work. So that's just that's just a little thing that can be done. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I read about that. That was that was a nice idea, I thought. Um, you can do practical things. So I get a lot of shopping done online, literally from the grocery shopping all the way through to it gets to Christmas and you think, oh, there isn't enough time in the day to keep up with it all. And actually, you can get quite a lot of stuff done online um, and get it sorted out of your life so that when come the weekend, you actually have a weekend and you're not just running around doing all the chores. I know. It's amazing how much technology has really um, helped us with yeah. Um, all these things and I and I love this because you actually gave us 10 plus one so you gave us a, <laughs> a bonus there yeah and what I like is this idea of turning our commuting time upside down and by yes. transforming your journey 
um, yeah. whether it's into the office or into university or for me into an event into yeah. a, a, a better part of your day. And yes. so, you know, and I know that I just said I used auto audiobooks. I still do. Um, yeah. And it helps me either. I, I've listened to books that I would never have picked up and read. Yes. And they were fascinating. And it, it, and I listened to history books of an era, era, eras that I would not have had that exposure to, all kinds of different things. And yes. some are discovering new authors. And um, and then, of course, podcasts are also just an amazing way to um, you connect with that audience and just like you are right here and now. Yeah. And yeah. so you've given us a lot of ideas, but how do you personally transform your commute from a negative to a positive? And I know you said you talked about playing the games in your head. That sounds amazing. <laughs> you could also build a whole new book in your head like J.K. Rowling did on, yeah. on her commutes, right? Yeah, there you go. That, um, was, that was a commute. <laughs> yeah. That was the commute we all need to have somehow. Yeah. yeah. So, um, you know, I know you've touched on a few others, but what's your absolute favorite? Um, I think I think so for, as an overall thing, I think it's important to remember that the time is your time and not your employer's time. And I think somehow we sort of just go, "Ugh, I have to be doing this for the employer. So it's their time. It isn't their time. It's your time. So that's a really important thing. And then to think about what makes you happy. So uh, for me, it is very much uh, reading a book that would definitely be my favorite. Um, although I also... Um, when I was uh, studying for my master's, I got an awful lot of the studying done on the commute, which then freed up my weekends and whatever and evenings that I would otherwise have had to spend studying. So actually, that was a very helpful thing at that time. It still yeah. makes you happy, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I also, um, when I was commuting to, to college, I drove half the way and then took the bus the other half of the way. And so I always did a whole lot of homework um, yeah. Especially in the afternoons on the way back, it helped um, ease the homework load when I got home. Absolutely, I think that's really important because otherwise, you know, that ends up being all of your free time, which you might like to spend with family and friends and doing other things. Um, and you know, the studying is important, but it's quite nice to get it done at a time of day when you might otherwise not be doing anything particularly interesting. Yeah, exactly. It seems like the commute can be a really great time to multitask and you know check some little things off your list while you don't really have anything else you can get to yeah so another intriguing concept you said you suggest is changing your, your commute altogether and i'm curious about that what exactly okay. do you envision? um so this is i mean a lot of the book is focused on the commute you're doing now making that nicer and better and more fun for you so that's what most of the book is focused on but at the end i talk about changing the commute because maybe the commute itself needs a change so um, you can look at how you commute, so whether there's a different route which might help you. So you were just saying that you drove part of the way and then a bus, and that was enabling you to do some of your studying. So that's quite an interesting thing. But um, the, the best example of this I found was a friend who um, wanted to train for marathon running. That was, that was his kind of thing. Um, but the, the training for that took up a lot of his free time, and that took him away from his family and what have you. He then suddenly realized, that because he was very fit, he could run to work and have a shower and be at his desk in time quicker than, than doing the normal commute. Um, and so he switched. He would run to work and back. I'm just saying I would never do this, but other people might like to.
Um, and, uh, and so he was getting all his training done and he was saving money on the commute and he was having a very healthy commute compared to the normal, you know, being crushed onto a bus or something. And he was bringing up free time with his family. And, and I just thought that was fantastic. He kind of found a completely different approach to it. Um, alternatively, you can look at if you're going to change job, if you're considering that anyway, you can think about where you might go that would be a better commute for you. But also some companies have more than one office or, or more than one location and you could ask for a transfer to somewhere that works better for you. Or if you're considering moving house, again, you want to really think about the commute and whether that can be part of making that house move better. And another way of doing it, which is a sort of smaller level, is to say to your employer, can I uh, perhaps do slightly different hours? So maybe I can do a slightly later shift, which means that I won't be right in the middle of rush hour. Um, or I could do five days over four days and then, you know, I will have that extra day at home kind of thing. So it's just it's just being a little bit looking at your commute differently and thinking, well, how could it be better for me? How could I change that and still be going to that job? Yeah, I, I like that idea because, you know, first of all, thinking about it differently, it's, it is it is about your mindset. And when you shift that paradigm, you have an opportunity to have an aha moment and say, oh, yes. I could do this instead. And yes. I've done, you know, and I've always tried to use that time as effectively as possible. And you do, you, you I sort of mix it up. And it also depends yes. on what else is going on and things like that. Because sometimes I don't listen to a, a, a book um, and instead I'm actually, you know, making, uh, I'll make calls with my headset yeah. or a long call. Like I'll catch up with uh, an aunt or a, 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 a friend or my mom or something like that. So, yeah. but I also like the idea about flexibility. So yes. I think that that's really a key thing because um, there's a lot of different ways we all work in a worldwide um, a community now. And yes. so there's often opportunities that if we if we ask that yes. we can um, switch our schedule around so that you're right, that you're not in those peak times. Yeah. And, you know, I have to tell you that, you know, the happy commuter, it's it's a sweet ride. And, <laughs> you know, and it sounds like you I, you shared a little piece of your inspiration to write and subsequently published the book. But is there anything more that you can say that really, you know, just really lit the fire? Um, so the, the very first book I ever wrote was called 100 Things to Do While Breastfeeding, because that's what I was doing at the time. Um, <laughs> and I thought it can be quite boring because you sat there and like you can't move a lot and what are you gonna do? <laughs> when I published that book, a lot of people who read it who weren't actually had a baby at the time said, yeah, but there's a lot of other situations in which you are kind of stuck in a position and you can't move much and you have to just do something interesting with where you are. Um, and that's when I started reading about commuting and, and being quite shocked at the kind of stats I was reading and how bad it was for you physically, mentally, emotionally, whatever. And I thought, okay, well, in that case, what would commuters like to do? And I started looking at, you know, different things that they might like to do that would make them happier. And then one of the things that I found really funny was when I was looking for the cover for the book, um, I thought, oh, I'll, I'll, I, I put in happy commuter and nothing came up. There was like no appropriate pictures at all. And I thought, okay, well, clearly, <laughs> clearly there are no happy commuters and this book needs to be out there. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, and it definitely depends on the day for me. Sometimes I actually look forward to just being able to get in, in the car and listen to my books, my book and yeah. just detox. And um, other times I have to admit, I, it's like, oh my gosh, and then I'm going to have to try to park downtown. And that's the worst part. So, yeah. you know, so it is that mindset. And it's definitely something I feel like um, it, it's, it's, it's how you have to approach that. But that, that's yeah. terrific. I mean, and I think I definitely hear you on the, the what to do when you're breastfeeding. That's a great yeah. uh, companion piece for those people in that space in their it life. Is. Yeah. It is. If you've got a baby, it's that one. If you're commuting, it's this one. <laughs> well, or 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 you're you got both going on. Yeah. All the working women out there. So that too. Yeah. <laughs> so too. um yeah. So Melissa, thank you. Um, th this these were just brilliant. I love the, your tips and sage advice, and I think they are key steps uh, for all of the members of our audience to regain control, uh, be calm, and discover some purpose in your daily commute. Yeah, well, thank you so much for having me. And I hope that your listeners uh, enjoy reading the book and, and become happy commuters. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, you know, and with that said, I'd like to share um, with our audience uh, the many, many wonderful books that Melissa writes. And you can check her website at www.melissaaddy.com. Um, we're going to add that to our show notes. And in addition, Melissa has generously provided an exclusive offer to download The Happy Commuter. And the link is going to be included in our show notes. Thank you, Melissa. You're very welcome. Yeah. And finally, thank you to everyone who joined us today. Um, please chime off in the comment section. We'd love to hear your thoughts. And if you have a question or would like to suggest topics for discussion, you can email us at jointheconversation at petitequeen.com. And to stay on top of all of our great podcasts, you can sign up for our Practical Wisdoms newsletter, and you'll know about it as soon as it's published. Thanks for listening.